All right, Project. Welcome back to In the Black, number 33. Uh, we didn't uh, release, well, we're kind of out of the, the schedule a little bit, and that was because we released Velna um, early one week. Um, so the syncing has gone out a little bit, but that's okay. Maybe we'll double down on In the Black one week and uh, and give you two, two in one week to kind of sync things back up. Uh, but in this episode, we're going to be talking about how to optimize your calendar. So there are a lot of calendar apps out there. We've tried quite a few. And we're going to talk about basically the calendar we use, how we best optimize it. Because I think with a lot of different apps and a lot of different technologies, people will probably use what? Somewhere between 20 to 30% of their true potential. What would you say? Of each app? Yeah. Less. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah most people don't really look into the app properly. And they don't sort of spend time in the app. And they, they just really only use it for some really basic stuff, which um, I feel is... I mean, you don't have to use it to 100% of its capacity, but there's like way more things that can that can be useful for it. And I would include in that add-ons as well. Mm. Like a lot of people don't integrate it properly with its with your other apps. And therefore, it's kind of like this clunky system mm. rather than being like this beautiful synchrony of all these different technologies working together. So that is what we're going to talk about today. But... Uh, before we get into it, we're going to start with, well, the resource will be essentially the, the calendar that we're using today, but we'll get into some lessons that we've learned. So, lesson of the week for you, Raf. It's mm, a good one. Well, we did the we did the finance episode uh, last week, so I have been delving quite a lot into that. And man, one of the biggest le- lessons you learn with that is, particularly with a business one, is really it's something you can't, even though you can set up a lot of processes, it's still not like a set and forget thing. Like maybe uh, scheduling Instagram posts might be like a set and forget. Yeah. Um, there still is. It's like an. It still is an ongoing thing. It's kind of like your diet. You can like set up heaps of processes, like get your meal delivery and like set your macros. But like every month, like you need to reevaluate right. or like keep working on some way. Like your weights change. Like there needs to be a change. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it is the same thing with finances. Like you can set a plan, but because things fluctuate so much in a business every month. Uh, it's different to the previous one. There still is like ongoing stuff that needs to be in there. So I guess any plan with it needs to have a plan to tinker as time goes on as well. Yeah. Is this because this is what you've... Yeah, you're just kind of learning this over time. Yeah. You set up one system, you're like, all right, it's finished. And then you're it's like, really not a set need- and forget yeah. thing. Yeah. I can't imagine it ever would be, right? right. I mean, our, our business mentor has sort of said to us, the, the only thing that really is ever mandatory by the owner... Like the last thing you can basically never get rid of is managing the finances. Yeah, yeah. pretty much everything else at some point, if you wanted to, could be outsourced to someone else. But it's the owner's responsibility to look at the numbers and manage the numbers. Because you can set everything up, but like all the different imports can change. Like the cost can go up, the revenue can go up and down, like everything can change. So yeah. it's not really like it can really be set and forgotten. Yeah, yeah. No, it's good. It's good, good stuff. My lesson is actually a bit of a different one. So on the weekend, I uh, was having a staycation in um in a in a beach town in Sydney and and it was lovely. It was a great What's weekend. A staycation? It's like where you stay in your own city. You have okay. like a holiday in your own city. Um so you just like we just like rented an Airbnb. Yeah, right. And uh you know it's funny. The the lesson is is this kind of multifold, but the first lesson is definitely um not a lesson that w- we wanted to kind of uh, keep some elements of surprises um in the weekend. So we sort of didn't tell like each other where we were staying. Um, I didn't have didn't tell me where um, she was uh, taking me for dinner all these sort of things and I want to keep it that way in the future but what I sort of realized was you need to Google review the places that you're going probably more 
like in more detail than if you're like trying to set up a good night, then probably in more detail than what you usually would. Mm. Um, and so the lesson here is to look deeply into the reviews of a place that you're going to and the dates of the reviews. So this one place we went to, um, I'm more than happy to call them out, but I'm just not going to for the sake of not being a dick. But they they average four out of five stars, this restaurant, right? And we got a personal recommendation to go there. Um, turns out the personal recommendation actually wasn't from them. It was like through their friend yeah. and that friend's family and who we don't even know and what their tastes are like and what kind of people they are. Um, and so, therefore, the, the review is basically invalid. You want to be getting personal reviews and people like you. They have the same taste as you. They have the same standards as you. They live in the same areas. So, they know what you like and what you don't like. Um, so, that was probably the first error. And then, not looking at the Google reviews in depth. This place, basically, in the last like three to four months, has just took a complete nosedive. I believe, we believe the owners have changed hands. And as a result, the standards have slipped dramatically. One of the worst dining experiences of my life. I can't even give it one star because to give it one star would to be say that I enjoyed at least one aspect of it. I enjoyed no aspects of the entire thing. Uh, the the present, it's kind of, it just had this look from the front where it was like, I'm about to have a really great dining experience on the beach. The second, the, the, the second from I'm outside to I'm in the place, the two different worlds. Mm. The place is dirty. It's run like shit. It's, it's the... All the staff there look like they're having a miserable time. Like, none of them are smiling. The first greeting was, hey, how are you? And we're like, oh, we're great. He goes, how was your day? And we go, it was fantastic. How was yours? He goes, oh, it's almost over. So, great. <laughs> so, the first thing we heard from the manager was, I can't wait to get the fuck out of here. That's how much I'm disliking my job right now. I like the old school pen in mm-hmm. his ear. So, that's like not a good look at a fine dining <laughs> restaurant. Like, you know, the like the manager yeah, yeah. pen. Like, you like you're punching espressos or something, right? It's supposed to be fine dining. Mm. The prices on the menu, like the specials menu is like 50 to $80 a dish. Like it's mm. fucking up there, right? And the, it's terrible. The seats are way... You know, when you get fine dining, you need... You get a little bit extra space between you and the other tables, right? Because that's what you pay for. You pay for a little bit more intimacy and privacy and it's not, it's not as loud. Like they've designed the rooms in a way so it's not super loud. You were like packed in like sardines mm. on like old school. Like it was sticky. It was gross. Anyway, but it was a terrible dining experience. But it just was a, like a strong reminder as another business owner, like how important the customer service is and like how important your reviews are to the place. Because essentially the last 20 or 30 reviews is going to end that business. Yeah. Um, well, tell me if I'm wrong, but I think reviews are about to become massive, right? Because... I don't know if you've noticed, but Google Maps have really stepped up how they get reviews. Like, I've been reviewing way more places recently. Yeah. Because when you just type in a place you want to go, which everybody does on the planet now, yep. on Google Maps, or in the first world planet, after you've visited the place, like, Google Maps, like, always, you're getting notifications. Like, hey, you just visited this place, like, review it. Yeah. You know, like, after we went to Top Golf in America, I'm, like, back in Sydney, and I get a little notification, like, hey, review Top Golf. I'm like, oh, yeah, that's sick. And, like, yep. I'll review it. And, like, you know, Uber does that, and, like, lots and lots more apps now are, like, prompting you for reviews yeah so i like i'm doing a lot more reviews i think everyone is doing a lot more reviews and then the whole cycle of that is now i like i look at the reviews yeah so like if you're not collecting really good reviews it's gonna crazy harm you okay can i just finish how bad this this (laughs) this um experience was so this in this experience the main that came out okay it was described as a char grilled pork cutlet okay Mm -hmm. with seasonal greens and like something else right it came out drenched in chili sauce so hot. I took the first bite and I thought it, I thought they had stitched me up. 
I thought I was about to look over. You mean hot is in chili or hot is in... Uh, no, nah, chili. Chili. Like, I thought... and Okay, I don't like chili, but I can handle yeah, it, right? Yeah, I, like, looked over to the wait staff because I thought he was stitching me up yeah. as a joke. I thought the entire wait staff... I thought maybe the whole kitchen was, like, going to yeah. laugh at me or something. It was so hot. I couldn't eat the dish. Couldn't eat it. It stayed there. The whole thing. It was... I could not extract the you energy. Send it back. I could not extract the calories from it. Okay, yeah, right. So, that's what you think, right? Yeah. So, as courtesy in fine dining... Yeah. Uh, they come up to you, you've just started your meal, how is everything tonight? Yeah. And we go, oh, actually, really, really bad. This is so hot, there was no warning, we can't eat it. And he goes, oh, cool, let me pour you a glass of water. Oh, my God. Sweet. Fuel to the fire. I can, I can pour my own glass <laughs> yeah. of water, you fuckwit. Oh, hold on, I'm getting, I'm getting <laughs> upset. Okay, I can pour my and own glass of water. And then, he goes, and then he goes, okay, I'll tell the chef to tone it down. I don't care what you tell the chef. <laughs> it's over. I don't, I don't have, I don't have any more food. I can't eat this. Whether he tells you to tone it down or not, that's only going to affect the next person. So what I would like is a replacement for this dish. Anyway, once they knew we were upset, they chose to ignore us, mm. which is that's obviously good, like good, good practice. Like one on one, upset customer, just ignore them at all costs. All right. So then we became invisible for the next twenty mm. minutes until we got up out of our seats, had to walk over to the cash register, which is obviously embarrassing in the first place, right? Having to like see yourself out and yeah. not have the bill delivered to your table and all that sort of stuff. And I just complained. And all he did was take that dish off the menu and it was just, uh, sorry, off the bill. Now the whole experience was about, we had to go, we spent $80, then we had to go eat out again. Mm, it's a disaster. I had, to, I had to pay for two dinners because we were hungry after we left the first place. Did you leave them a review? Haven't left the review yet. Yes, you're contributing to the problem. Yeah, I'm going to though. I'm going to, after this podcast, I will leave the review. It yeah. was actually terrible. Yeah. I think reviews are a really good way to do it. Like $80. That's mm. all, for two yeah, people. Yeah, that's that's quite a bit of money to be hungry at the end of it. No, those places don't last now no. with reviews. It was a disaster. Mm. It was, I was infuriated. The only thing that made me feel better is I went and I we ate again and I was so full I couldn't be angry. And just after every delicious like meal after that, it was just slowly washing out the terrible, terrible experience of that place. People want to know what the place is, but I'm not going to call them out. But uh, yeah, that that's how important reviews are. That's how important customer service is. It would have been the whole night would have been rectified if they just gone up. We've completely screwed up. Um, we're going to give it to you for free. Mm. Um, we apologize. Um, if anything, like here's a voucher, and you can like come here again, and we promise like we'll make it a better experience. Like that would rectify yeah, the whole got, thing. You got to come out with a new dish. Like here's dinner. Make sure they leave happy. Yeah. Otherwise, like you're going to get pumped. Yeah. Just a always a strong reminder mm. when you have bad service. Anyway, hope that place burns to the ground. So. Um, Next part, uh, do we want to get into Waterfly Arena before we uh, yeah, jump so we're, to the next Yeah, we, uh, so we're still using it. We're going to update you when we actually finish our competition, but yep. we're like a few days out from the comp. Uh, and what we've done now is, I mean, it's crazy easy. In like five or ten minutes, you can actually set up the event through Waterfly Arena. It's just like another place in Waterfy. Uh And it's free if you don't even have Waterfy. But the cool bit is, is that it just centralizes everything. So every other comp, you know, I needed like Google Sheets and all that stuff. And now in there, everyone can buy tickets through there. And then you can put them all in lanes from there. Mm. Um, you can set up like your own questions. So like I wanted to find out what gym they wanted to represent because we're giving point scores to each gym and they could like, you can put that in the questions. You can put in like t-shirt size or like whatever you want, whatever like free giveaway. Like do you want lunch? Put that question in there. Yeah. Lunch options. Everything like organized in there. Like are you vegetarian? Um, obviously it's not invited then. <laughs> and then and then even now we can start putting in like we put the workouts in there. Okay. So if anyone's like got questions like, what was the workout again? It's like it's all in your dashboard. Yeah. It's in, and anyone can log into that. Uh, and what's really helpful, if you just have Waterfire already, it makes it way easier because now we can just build everyone through it. Mm. Um, and we can assign judges through it. And what I realized as well is that if they just go on the app themselves when they're judging, 
they can put their scores straight in and they're like, so I don't need to be doing that with sheets later mm. and the leaderboard will always be updating. It's awesome. It's pretty cool. Yeah. And doing, it's free. Yeah, they're doing cool stuff. Oh, is Whatify Arena free for... Whatify what, Arena is free. For Whatify users or I for anyone? it's free for anyone right now. Really? Yeah, they, it's like an introductory thing. For a limited thing. time, yeah. 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 Well, let's definitely check it out. And for those of you who haven't um, gone on Whatify yet and uh, and thinking about doing it, if you go on our link, whatify.com slash MMP. MMP. Yeah, you get, uh, you get 20% off your first yeah. year. Yeah, so I don't think we'll have the offer forever. So if you're hesitating, it's definitely worth the switch over for sure. And uh, like we've talked about before, companies that are innovating and obviously have a lot of resources are constantly upgrading. Companies that we've, other companies we've seen, you know, they've been around for so long and they're still shit. It's like mm. they're obviously not reinvesting back into the company they heavily. They don't have the finances for it. Yeah. yeah. So, or like maybe the founders are just yeah. like just pulling, yeah, <laughs> pulling too much money out of it. But um, it's just like it's just a slow bleed for those companies and if you feel if you feel like you're on board with one of those companies that are slowly bleeding out like bad customer service like I'm getting back to your emails you know basic software stuff not getting updated food's too chilly yeah it's time to uh, time to jump ship leave a bad review and get out of there um, so uh, what we've got this week which is our resource combined with our uh, resource combined with basically the topic of the show is one calendar that we use and which we believe everyone should use, get the most benefit from, and how you can optimize this calendar to basically run your entire life or to open it up and have everything that you need in this calendar. So the calendar is Google Calendar. It's uh, one that a lot of use. I know a lot of people use the iCal, which is on the iPhone. Um, it's an easy switch over. You can just Google how to import iCal over to Google Calendar. Uh, we did it the other week um, with one of my coaches and we got it across in like two clicks. So it's super easy. So all his data from iCal just switched over to Google you, Calendar. And you can also still just use iCal as well. Yeah. If you want, you can still use iCal if it works well on your phone and just have your Google Calendar inside of there. Yeah. Uh, but Google Calendar really is the, like it's the mothership for all the different calendars. So there are a few different uh, ways that we'll tell you about that you can um, basically optimize Google Calendar so that's good on your computer and good on your phone. So... The first one that um, we'll use is another invite platform called Calendly. Mm. So Calendly is a free software. I think we've talked about it before, but basically what you can do is you can start a free Calendly account. It gives you one link that connects to your Google Calendar and you can set all these different rules for it. But basically you can send out that link to anyone that you want and they can book in on your Google Calendar. So you can set it to be like, hey, only between like Tuesday nights between 2 and 4 p.m., for 15-minute calls with a five-minute buffer on either side, um, people can, can book in to ask me questions about nutrition. So that, that will be like one example of how you could set up the link. Or you can set up the link to say, um, interview with My Muscle Project. And then obviously, we've limited a very short window every single day that they can book in for those, cal- uh, for those podcasts because we know we're not going to be coaching then and then it's going to suit their, the American time zones as well. And so we kind of have that in there as well so that, that's been super useful and you can make it so that it doesn't book over other stuff so you've already got stuff there people can't book over it that was happening sometimes that was super annoying so um, very 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 useful from that perspective yeah and just to add on to that you can set heaps of stuff so they get information when they book in but it's a really easy way even if you're just like running around chasing people trying to get them on the phone it can be way easier just to text them a link and then it's just going to sit in both of your diaries yeah uh, really is, is a pretty big time saver there uh, one other way, I don't know if you use your calendar like this, but one way I use it is uh, just for like daily things I need to do in that day. Like I've got to do something on Wednesday. Mm-hmm. I just make all day events 
in red that sit at the top of the calendar. So I just have like a red calendar called like to do and then I just make an event, make it all day and it sits at the very top and like a thin little bar at the top. Yep. Uh, and then when I do it, I can just make it green, which is the done calendar. Nice. That's like a pretty easy way that you can have your calendar, which has got like all the time specific stuff, so where you need to be and everything like that in your day. But then at the very top of the calendar, you can have like the three or four things that you also needed to do that day yep. uh, as all day events in the calendar. Yeah, it's super useful. Um, another thing that I sort of discovered recently as I was playing around with it before this episode is probably one thing that's super useful is you can integrate other people's calendars into it. You don't have to show them exactly what you're doing, um, but you can show them um, when you're busy in certain sections. So, Raph, I have Raph's calendar, I have Rory's calendar, I have Ev's calendar, I have um, even some stuff uh, from our, our scheduling app mm. as well that we use at the gym so I can see who's coaching what classes when. I can see when you've got stuff on so I know if I call you, you'll probably be busy. Uh, if I try and get in contact with Roz, I know he'll be busy as well. Um, or if I know like people are away on the weekends, you know, we, we put our own holidays in mm. so I can see how oh, Raph's, Raph's away this weekend or Locke's away this weekend. I can't get in contact with him. Um, just all that sort of stuff, super useful um, that mo- most people don't consider. And probably another thing that um, other people don't do with their calendar, and I just realized you can do a Google Calendar for free, is you can actually get it to send you text notifications, mm. not just pop-up notifications. So if you don't read pop-up notifications or maybe you've turned all your notifications off because you don't like them and you just want to receive text messages, you can actually get Google Calendar to text you at any time in the lead up to that event to remind you um, that it's coming up. So um, that is is a super useful feature as well. Yeah, that is a a cool one we're just about to implement with the gym is that you can have like a holidays calendar or an events calendar and then you just make that calendar and then if anyone wants to go on a holiday, they just invite that calendar Yep. and then everyone can see when everyone's going on holidays. Yep. And, um, I mean, outside of the, the like, obviously, how, how nice it looks and how easy it is to, to use, um, the best thing is that it will also automatically kind of switch up time zones for you as well. So, when you're traveling in different time zones, you can yeah. keep certain people in certain time zones and, and keep uh, change it to, to different time zones as well. So, I can keep, like, my um, class schedule in the Australian time zone so I can see when the classes are being coached, for example. Mm. But then I can like have all the new events that I'm booking in while I'm in this new time zone um, for that time zone. So I can kind of stay up to date. I'm like, oh, cool. I need people to know about this person coming in for a drop-in or whatever. And I need to text them before this time because, um, you know, that it's going gonna, it's gonna to be this time and this time zone, that sort of thing. So it takes care of that for you. Sometimes it can be a little bit confusing if you're trying to do it all in your head. So it's nice when Google Calendar kind of sorts that, that all out for you as well. Um, one of the other things that I like to integrate with it is... Uh, you can, well, I talked about Calendly as well, but you can use Zap, Zapier that we've talked about before and that integrates with tons of different functions in Google Calendar. I haven't used a lot of them yet, but you can basically set it up so that when any action occurs in the calendar, you can get it to notify you however you want. Um, so it might be, um, it, it's, it's already going to notify you in a certain way anyway, but you can have certain notifications that tell you okay this person didn't book in or this person cancelled and they can be notifying you a different way potentially if you have again your notifications turned off for google calendar or you have your emails turned off and you need to know straight away so you can get sms's from zapier saying hey this person cancelled or hey this person rescheduled on you or hey this person booked a new event in your calendar so it's basically unlimited how much notification you want to get from the calendar yeah it's pretty cool yeah i know some people like if you do a deep dive on your calendar i think people get crazy good at it yeah. um and yeah, and I think if you just keep it really cluttered, then it's end up having pretty cluttered days. Yeah. Um, so any anything further than that, we'll probably get 
probably too deep on the calendar, but I recommend making the switch over to Google Calendar. It's super easy to do. It's super easy to put other people's Google Calendars in your calendar so you can stay up to date with what other people are doing. My favorite one with Google Calendar and very helpful for the project, although it hasn't helped that much so far, is that when you book flights, how they automatically go into your calendar. Yeah. Like it reads it from your email. Yeah. So... Yeah, like you're I had a flight. I just like I think you like I didn't even buy the flight. You just bought the flight, and yeah. then I guess you sent it to me. You put me down as on the flight. Came in the I didn't even open the email, but like when I go to my calendar, the flight's in, in my in my calendar. Obviously, we still missed it, but <laughs> the point is, is that we could have met. We were our chances of making it were high. skyrocketed. Yeah, imagine if we didn't have the calendar. Oh no chance, no chance. We would have just guessed. Um, yeah, so it can be helpful, but for us, not helpful. <laughs> Uh, so use Google Calendar. I recommend getting it straight away and then integrating it with the other apps. Pretty much every app integrates Google yeah. Calendar at some point. So um, I highly recommend using it and plus most of the world's on it anyway. So mm-hmm. don't be left out. All right, there we are for this week and uh, we'll speak to you guys soon.